Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 92nd episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educated Collins. I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Collins. <laughs> Fair enough. We do have an interesting episode for you to hear, just trying to talking about the ongoings of BGs. I know there hasn't been like a patch for a little bit of a little while, but uh it's been it's been kind of like a new shakeup since the undead meta and then the post undead meta. So we're kind of going to talk about some of the things about undead, some of the things about the meta, things to look out for, what's strong, you know, what what's kind of weak, and maybe what's surprising, I guess. But we always start with the weekly overview. How is your week, Shady? Not bad. It's like um, no stellar climbing, but um, didn't really lose. Like I lost some stuff, but I got it back. So um, overall, I feel like I'm still playing a little bit too much like its quests because okay. I think that that version of the game was just more beautiful. More beautiful. <laughs> yeah, where you just you kind of glide from one phase of the game into another and it makes sense to be strong and it makes sense to buy good minions and all that and i feel like more in this meta you gotta go for this like um anvil approach which is well i'm gonna triple it's gonna be a six i'm gonna use that to scale and i'm gonna try to force it to like because if i go with the beautiful lines if i go with the Oh, this works because it's this kind of game. It's like, eh, but it didn't really matter because people were bigger because they scaled and stuff. So, yeah, it it feels a bit more uh, like you have to push for that high roll strategy. So, and I I don't think that's a a beautiful way of playing the game if that makes sense. But I can do it, and I need to do it a bit more, and I'm doing a bit more. Well, I mean, my that my the strategy, you know, the your the your non beautiful strategy is my standard strategy. So when you're like, oh, this strategy is ugly, I'm like, okay, shady. I mean, all right. Bro. Well, I think I think it's because I saw what the game can be like with quests. If that I, makes sense. I I I, I kind of understand where you're coming from in terms of like the regular non quest meta is more like one dimensional maybe not one dimensional but it's it's less dimensions than the quest yeah, you, meta you just have a fewer options i guess yeah. right fewer options yeah. it's more like triple is your main mechanic yeah and, and for better go. players or, or you know good players more options is always a plus cuz then it means okay i can do instead of like okay this one strategy if it fails i'm doomed it's like Okay, this one's strategy. Oh, it doesn't work. Well, I have another option. Okay, that doesn't work. Well, I have another option, you know? So, like, I'll find something to work with. Uh, whereas, like, yeah. if, if it's, like, I need a six. Oh, the six whiffs. I'm dead. Well, mm. like, it does. It just feels like you're not really fully utilizing, you know, your, your skill set or so uh, in terms of, like, always finding uh, the right path. So, I definitely feel I think that is a good way to put it, yeah. I think that's... Uh... But, yeah, I, 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 I don't want to... There's just no utility, I'd say, in, in just being like, oh, the game should be like this, and it's not like this right now. I think a lot of it is just identifying, okay, how is the game right now, and what works and what doesn't. It was more just like self-analysis where I'm just like, hmm, I feel like I've just got too many mediocre ports for, you know, like I need to shoot for the moon more. Where you, uh, like I had that for my last game of the day. You would have been proud. I was just... Uh, like light spawn fell that where yeah let's go I already uh, like it <laughs> I could have done a lot of stuff but I rolled hard for like two bats and I rolled hard for golden light spawn and stuff I was like all right we're doing this and like the fell bat was up to like uh I don't know close to four hundred or so yeah, so that's right I, I got a golden fell bat and then I made like another fell bat because Ooh. I was like yeah right because when when you get the golden your fell bat like you can theoretically play a board full of demons. Right, or but then you or, have to buy a bunch of demons, yeah, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Or you run a second Feldbad and then you, you, you can keep three. Yeah. Exactly, and and it was such a fun board because like reborn coilers, no, demons, and light spawn. You did it. <laughs> so I just yeah, but I just used the coilers for milking, right? So it was so much milk because the the coilers were just spawning shit for the light spawn. So yeah, it was it was a fun game. But yeah, that that was a game where you got to do that. 
more, right? You gotta you gotta go over the top a little bit yeah, yeah. when you're pushing. Like you can't just make good plays. It'd be like, okay, does this crush yes. the lobby? Like, yes, yeah. that's how you play. Right? Exactly, the exactly. Crush that's the Collins. That's the Collins play style. You gotta crush because if you're just like you got a reasonable board and then you get hit out of nowhere, you can always get like bad games after that. So I think the people that really do well in these kind of metas, they they consistently take at least uh, you know a little bit of risk on every game mm -hmm. to open up the first, because yeah, it's like the mediocre, just second place, third place, fourth place kind of grind doesn't really get there most of the time. Yeah, that's kind of um, always the case, you know. For me, you know, I I I do agree. Like uh, quests were nice in that freedom, but. Sometimes it's nice to turn your brain off, get your sickness, and then crush them afterwards. So I, I, I kind of okay with it. Uh, for, for me in particular, as you guys know, I've been doing some snap stuff, so it's not mostly BGs. You know, sometimes I, I'll dip them down, and I, I keep in the scene. I'm aware of, you know, patch notes. Shay doesn't have to tell me if there's a patch. <laughs> 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 oh, you know, but yeah, it's definitely a less of a focus on uh bgs this morning we'll see how that translates but you know for for now it's been going well for me so um been keeping it up for a little bit now first thing i did want to talk about i think this is a pretty important topic was there was a mercenaries mythic update so um mercenaries we don't really talk about well, are we in the hearthstone category right now or still in the we might not category? be so just I, uh Exclamation mark down. game, yeah, for sure. Sure, we'll find okay. fine, fine, shady. Why you gotta do all this work for me? All right, fair enough. I just don't want to debate your loyal snap viewers here, Collins. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Anyways, Mercenaries gonna miss update. Uh, we don't really talk about Mercenaries too much because I would say, like, it was like most Mercenaries, I would say, was most relevant, like, almost immediately after it came out, but it really hasn't, like shine through as like a prominent game mode even though it's like on the front page of hearthstone so um they did announce very recently that they're gonna add one last update really so basically they're sunsetting the game mode it's not really gonna re receive continuous updates and i just kind of want to talk about it a little bit like What's your thoughts on it? What's your thoughts on the game mode? I know you didn't really play it. I played it a little bit, so I, I'll probably have more to speak on it. But, you know, I think... Yeah, I'd, I'd say this is entirely you. I'd never touch Mercenaries. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, but yeah, any reason for that? Like, like you know, like, like the, you know, any reason, like, any... Oh, you, you weren't interested? Well, yeah, well, the reason is, like, a lot of stuff where... Uh, this, is, this is questions I get all the time. Like, oh, why not do this? Why not do that? It's like, well, because I like to focus on one thing. So for me, it's not like, man, if, you know, if, if my criteria for do I play this is just like, oh, is it a good game? Yes or no? I'll be playing a shit ton of games. Right. <laughs> but, you know, every game you play, that's not your main game, especially you have a lot of other stuff you want to do outside of gaming. You just don't have the time. So that, that's really it. It's, it's just so about it nothing to do about the game itself. No, it was just not like... at all. Okay. Just, I got an X amount of hours per day that I'm spending gaming. So that's my main game. And I just don't have time for other stuff. You have a very generous response to, <laughs> to the question. Oh, the game was fine, perfect. I just didn't have the time, you know, because I'm focused on. Oh, no, I said nothing about the quality of the game. I just said that <laughs> I never tried it. The PR the answer. Is... Okay, I hear you. I hear I can hear it. Right. Well, I can talk but about that. Yeah, you, you were rank one in this game. I think it's silly <laughs> that I spend any time on this topic. So please take it away. <laughs> All right. Well, I did play the game um, almost immediately after it came out. And I, um, I went, I played on EU because I had like, 40,000 gold to, to waste. And I, you know, I didn't play it. That wasn't my main account. So I could just spend like 30,000 gold on, the, on getting like most all the cards. Um, and I ended up getting to rank one in this game. It took a, a little bit, but I could, I could already see some of the problems with the game mode. Um, just with how the, the, the matchmaking worked. I, I thought that the, there was going to be issues with speed. Speed was like so powerful in the game, and I really couldn't see an elegant way to fixing it. Because if if there was ties in speed, the the tiebreaker wasn't random. 
And I was just like, that's too much variance in like such an important mechanic that it's just random to determine like, and that speed tie could be whether you win or lose that game. So having such a critical uh, variance be so random is just like, that's not going to last in terms of like healthy PvP gameplay. You'd either have to have very elegant balance where you just don't have speed ties because there's like, like, so I was thinking maybe you times 10 all the speed so that there's like ra rarely ties, right? So instead of, there, there was only like a one to ten range, or zero to zero to ten range, or zero to nine range. Like yeah. if it was from zero to a hundred or ninety nine range, right? Like it's there's going to be significantly harder to get a speed tie, um, well, and things like that. If that if that were the case, wouldn't there just be like an optimal strategy, and that would have a certain amount of speed? Yes, so but then then you could then you could balance, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Like you you have more levers to tune. Like oh yeah, and, okay, so this is too much speed. Let's lower the speed. Uh, that where from zero to nine, there's just like so many cards or abilities that just right. have the same speed. So you, okay. it's hard to balance that. That's, that's so you're you're thinking more like post uh, nerfs, right? Like yeah, yeah. Like for the future, better. like you know, like set yeah. it up where you can you can balance it in a, in a more elegant way. And then just like the way that you acquired gold was like, or not acquiring new or new cards was like not that great. You had to open hundreds of packs and like the chance to get a new card was like not very low and then like farming for for uh, abilities also took too long and you had you had to do it in pve mostly mostly you mostly had to do it in pve and i was just like i'm not a pve player i don't care i just want to play against other people and beat them up yeah you know? so i was like i don't i don't want to farm for new <laughs> new hero abilities or equipment or blah 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 and and just all these like little things um there were like I do think the PVE aspect wasn't too bad if you like that kind of thing, but for a PvP centric player like myself, I was just like, eh, like yeah. I can't see myself like being like fully grind lord. And then like later on, bots started appearing, right? And uh, that's funny because like the snappy were like, oh bots, we we're very familiar <laughs> with that. These with are that. People, but right? but yeah. these weren't bots <laughs> added from by the developers. These were like human players just creating bots and like you could run it. And these bots could run 24-7 nonstop and just, like, design decks that could, like, have, a, like, maintain, like, a 50% win rate. And so, and they would run constantly. So, like, all the the highest rate people were just bots. Like, and, and there was no, they, they didn't do anything to deal with that situation. They just let the bots take over, like, all the leaderboards. And it's just like... Well, what's the point of PvE at all? <laughs> like, if if it's the like the top ten people are all just bots and they haven't touched them, and it, you know there was just a lot of like little issues that didn't really feel like was a draft. They would they would sometimes add patches, but like you know the meta would get solved and 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 then like you go back to the same kind of like ah it's just the meta meta decks winning everything. So kind of more issues with it, but. Kind of sad because they did put a lot of time into the game, right? So this was a big deal when it came out, like how much time and investment and, and resources went into this. So it's kind of sad, like almost uh, maybe like a year and a half later, it's already being like revealed like, ah, we're, we're scrapping the idea. No more updates. We're not really doing <laughs> anything left. And it's just kind of like, ah, you know, that could have been some BG money. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah. That did sort of feel what it was like at the start, right? Where it's like, no, no, mercenaries will be the big thing. BGs is the side thing. Right. And then it didn't go exactly as they planned. Well, yeah. I mean, assumption, right? I, I mean, yeah. this was yeah, like, like the idea is like kind of like a, a mobile game-esque um uh, mode in 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 Hearthstone where like you could get people to buy and update and, and you know play with the extra cards and, and stuff like that. But it really didn't feel like it was the so so there's there's like there's some like specific things about mobile games that they do right to get people coming back, right? Like where you don't see those things in regular like you know standard pc games right where the, the events are constant and you got rewards daily rewards updates like that like just to keep you coming back like you don't like you don't you know you don't you don't turn on like 
gods of war and then it's like hey daily daily reward <laughs> thanks you for coming but like that, that doesn't happen so like i i felt like they had the idea but the, the the like the little things of mobile games that are actually good wasn't really implemented well i guess into the system so just a big learning lesson i guess but i, I don't know if they can like re- to make something else right like this was a very expensive project and for it to feel like or to be discontinued like this is definitely gonna hurt them so kind of sad yeah i guess it was just like well we tried this and it's not what people like um or at least the way we implemented it mm-hmm. it's not what, what people like and then um yeah just focus the efforts more on constructed and battlegrounds i guess mm-hmm. well and arena right Right, right, Shady. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know how many weeks or months they had the, like the overpowered Death Knight card in Arena, but yeah, I saw Dread slowly losing it. They they got so, to it. They fine. They got to. Yeah, that's nerfed. That's yeah. fine. See, they're working. Why are we bringing it? Why why are we even bringing it up? Yeah. It seems unnecessary. <laughs> but yeah, uh, overall, just a you know sad moment, um, you know, for mercenaries and all the mercenary players and stuff like that. So, yeah sucks all right moving on next thing i want to talk about was uh beater babbitt's tier list so beater Dabbitt's recently hit number one in na a good player very solid plays in lobby legends had made a tier list and i just kind of wanted to i don't know if you've seen it but i, I have glanced over it in the past and most of it looked solid. It all looks you solid. Know, was there anything me, that me, jumps out to you? Because like any critiquing someone... the rank one player, of course. No, yeah, no, yeah. No, this, you should. This... But anytime something comes out, I always want to be like, huh, do you, do you agree with this? Are they stupid? There's, like, there's <laughs> definitely stuff that um, I can disagree with. Right? Let's see. What would be? I, I think so. Uh, he has Vandar in B, mm-hmm. and I think that's just the beater thing where he's sort of just like seen the matrix with this hero or yeah. so like he's figured out what to do with it because uh. i have run you know like the few times that i queue onto an a i do hit beater a lot so i guess we play at the same time um which he probably plays all the time so <laughs> it's not hard to hit him <laughs> so uh yeah i have met him on vandar so i was like oh okay i know he likes this um yeah so i i, I guess i'd need to see exactly how he does it but I'm assuming it's like maybe Ghoul is exceptionally good just because you give health to your guys oh. and it's just easy to set up for a Ghoul like that. Um, Malagos, Tier A, it's ordered, and third in Tier A. It's ordered? It's oh, okay. Yeah, so he has S through C ordered and then D and never pick or just a pile. Wow, dude, that's so much effort. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well if you're yeah i mean I, I think if you're really really into the game at that time i don't think it's that hard, that hard but yeah okay. also we see patches in s and i think that really i think that is the embodiment okay. of what i was talking about oh, earlier, good, right? yeah. you gotta force right you gotta just you gotta force that first you gotta just you gotta go, go and get the hog and get the grid up pop off and and i think you know if you're if you have patches third and s there is s and s plus to be fair usually s is the highest so um so in s plus we have varden number one yeah it makes sense i I don't really skip varden i'm not sure if i'd have it number one but with with crow normal yeah okay so let's say dragon's out but then you're not playing then oh i mean then then it's not the same you wouldn't play this no you still this wouldn't be this wouldn't be s plus with without of course i still play a shit ton of well it wouldn't i'm just saying it wouldn't be s plus best card best here in the game is the crow normal no 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 no, but that's the thing right you think it's still i I disagree i don't i don't buy it you have a lot of high rank players that love and my myself included that love varden yeah i love i love varden too but i'm saying like the reason why it's the best card, like no con, like best hero, no contest, because like the Crow normal interaction is just so stupid. That's why. Like, I'm I'm not saying like it's a bad hero. I would still probably put it high, but like the reason why it's like this is not, so. Let's, not let's 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 define high. Is it S plus S A top of you B? Put like, it in where, S. Um, you put it in S, yeah. and I think that's that's fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, let's assume that Beater has similar reasoning with Kronarmu. But I think Varden's just, it's so easy to force a first on that hero. Yeah. If you know what you're doing. Yeah, right? I agree. 
think it's always been good. Even when like people are like, "Oh, it's not that good," I'm like, eh, "You're kind of joking." <laughs> it's, it's still good. Like, uh, Fart, and you kind of have to test yourself every single turn. Like, is this bait? Is this bait? Uh, is yeah, this bait? That's true. It yeah. is a thinking. So, absolutely. It's it's you really need to understand. Okay, how strong am I supposed to be here? How much money is this going to cost? Am I just better off if I let this go and I level roll? Because you can do stuff on Varden where you like level roll, let the pair uh, pop in the shop, and then it's a triple to turn after. Like that's a play on Varden you do quite often where you don't necessarily uh, use your gold super efficiently, but it guarantees or uh, sets you up for a likely triple to turn after. Uh, either way, uh, just throwing it out there. Flurk, I think, is another one that I definitely don't play enough to have it as S plus. So I'd, I'd need to see a VOD or two to see what he's doing. Maybe he's really, really exploiting maybe the 1-3, right? That gains plus 1-1 one, one every time for a battle cry. Oh. Similar like to Honcho, like maybe right, he's doing right. that instead of farming Honchos, he's farming the 1-3. So I could see that, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to, have to take a look at it. It's a 2-drop as of, well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's basically, you, you might be able to play it similar and just replace Honcho with the 1-3. Um, yeah, the rest I can see. I see going in front of Cookie, and once again, it might be because he's got a specific curve that he likes. I think it's probably still three, two, three, and with that, I still like Cookie a tiny bit more. But I guess, uh, I, I agree with Cookie being higher rated. I agree with yeah. that. I think that's that makes yeah, sense. once again, beaters rank one right now, so. Doesn't doesn't really matter too much, <laughs> but you know yeah, our preference. I disagree. Are... I'm like just because he's um, rank one doesn't mean his opinions right. are not set in stone. I think I still disagree with him. I've been I think rank I... one, and you you yeah. still question me, so I don't buy this at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not rank one at the moment. No, but moment. well, even if I was, you'd still be giving me shit. <laughs> don't, don't, don't even. That's don't. true. That's because you're my friend, Collins. <laughs> Uh, I, I think Toki might be a bit too low. Uh, oh, Toki feels real solid right yeah, now. Uh, Putricide is once again about how he feels it, how he likes it. I have been avoiding it because I feel like the top eight potential is too high. Ah, but the top the one potential is also so free. Like I don't know, I could see it. I yeah, see it. yeah, it's it's very possible with what I said earlier, where you need to pick stuff that can first. Um, I just don't really see that many undead boards doing well right now. Uh, but even the, undead, the, the undead boards are putricide boards, so you know, like maybe you're on to something, right? Like putricide, maybe not too bad. <laughs> uh, let's see. I see the Vulgin in C, and I mean, for me, Vulgin is a hero that has so many options that, as a good player, it's yeah, it's such a nice. I think this one depends on types, I suppose, but I can't really resist uh, Naga in Vol'jin because that just feels so strong, especially if you have Beast for Cleave, Mech for Shield, maybe Quillboard for Gem Transfer. So to see Vol'jin and Drek'thar, Secret Guy, Cariel in the same tier for me is a bit like, ooh. Um, That's fair. So yeah, I, I, I think maybe not like... Doing as much Volden stuff as you, because I was kind of like, ah, Volden's kind of whatever. But then you're like, oh, Nagas are in there. I was like, all right, you're right. <laughs> like that's all I. It's pretty it's good, like, right? <laughs> like, you ro you roll the guy that gives three health, and it's like, oh, three permanent health every single turn, and turn. then you know, how, however much I steal from the shop on top of that. Yeah, and then you uh, can like swap in into um, a Blanche, and then bam, yeah, like, it's insane. Blanche. Yeah. Hydra, Deflecto, Faux Reaper, and it's so easy to, you know, even like, hey, let's put it all on a Baron, or let's sell everything on a Cronormu and then move that Cronormu. Like, there's so many options you can do. So I think that's probably just a beater not really liking, you know, because you can be as good as you want. You're yeah, not playing every hero, right? So he's, um, you know, like. He's probably a patches enthusiast yeah. in the way I'm a Vol'jin yeah. enthusiast. So yeah. He's like, does got... Vol'jin play hoggers? Not really. Oh. No. Okay. <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Moving there. on. Uh, uh, Pyramid in D, I think, is still a bit of an oversight. I think he's still such a good three-on-three -three hero. Uh, so I think if you have a good three-on-three -three lobby, overseer in, and then bonus points for like Naga, Pirate, Colbor. Then you can really um, 
three on three and start putting stats on the minion and you stabilize. So that, that's one of the really good points of Pyramid that Hero Power really allows you to get away with three on three. There's a lot of cases where people go three on three and they don't get away with it. So it's like a very safe three. Because even if you don't really hit something good, like just got like Salty Looter and just like, okay, it's four damage. I'll keep putting health on it. And that, that tends to just carry you through your fights. Um, other than you're that, really diving into like every single pick, picky. He's made. Well, no, you just like things that stand out, right? Okay. So those are the things that stand out That's to me. A lot like, of things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can save some if you had some layers to the no, to no the layers. tier list. Here. I have no, layers. no layers. Okay. Uh, I guess Tamsin in never pick is maybe a bit Do you pick too Tamsin? rough. I've picked her recently. Um, she has a really dumb interaction where you can play uh, Cyber Drag, which gives the plus attack. Uh-huh. And then you have a Bronze Warden that you blow up. <laughs> so the Bronze Warden responds with all the attack, and it gives all the attack to the whole parts. <laughs> so uh-huh. I I think you can move her to D. Oh, and then and then Janice being in D, I think, again, is a little silly. Like okay, Janice, yeah, Janice for sure. Long. I would say. Right? For, for me, Janice with Beaston is A, right? It's like... Because you can swap Greta back in the shop, make like two Goldens per turn. You can do it with Alley Cats. You can still do Mama Bear stuff. You can still play Nomi. You can still do like uh, Hogger with Bran and switch to 4 3 back yeah, in the shop. Normal and put it back into the shop. Cronormo back in the shop. Primal yeah. Fit back in the shop. So I, th- I think that, you know, if this is based on their ideal types, which, you know, assuming with the Varden S. Yeah. Um, I think Janice in D is a little ludicrous. Um, but again, right, it might just be like, I never rolled a fucking cat anyway, so right. <laughs> D it is, right? Yeah, right so people, right. people do that. But, I mean, Janice in the same tier as Tavish, right? Also, I see Reno in D. I probably want Reno up to C, but, you know, now we're in, like, nitpicking stuff, right, where I, I just don't think Reno belongs in this tier of stuff. Also, if you're a, a mutinous enthusiast, I think, not as high as Vol'jin because it's not as flexible, but still, you know, wouldn't want it next to Rokara. I wouldn't want it next to Sylvanas and Yasharaj and all that stuff. So yeah, probably maybe a little bit too much shit thrown into the D section, but maybe at that point he was kind of tired of doing lists. Be like, all right, right, right. ordered ch- list, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't make it to to be ordered. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that first thirty heroes are ordered. The rest, y- y'all on your own. <laughs> Also, I'm, I'm down for Reno and D. I don't like that hero. I've never, I've never been a fan of Reno. Yeah, I feel like in the meta where triples are your mechanic, I know, Reno I know, just, it's, it's yeah. better. It's, it, I know, I, I'm always, yeah, I I'm a hater. I, I agree. I remember us doing like that co-op off stream where we just like tippers roll orgo golden. All right, win the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's so easy for Reno to just be like, oh, win the game. So yeah. All right. Anyways, we can we can move on, but that's those are all the things. And and of course, guys, if you're just listening to this, um, the um, it's probably best to just look up the podcast on YouTube if you'd like to have a a shot of the tier list. So or just yeah, Google Beater Babbitt on Twitter. Yeah, sure. Beater Babbitt on Twitter. It'll be one of his recent pictures, mm-hmm. and you can uh, you can have it in front of you while we're talking about this. You know, great timing to say that as we're wrapping up the uh the tier list section but that's that's how we do it you know you first but then you rewind up. and you go over it and then you're like ah i see now i was blind but now you appreciate it more right you can see it you appreciate it uh, I, don't, I don't think it's gonna work like that but yeah hey it could uh, next up is just more of the same actually we're actually going to talk about hs replay and some of the um, the heroes at the top. Oh, and and this leads me to the next discussion of like heroes mattering again. And kind of your thoughts about that. I know you you think quest is more beautiful, you know, and more of of <laughs> a, of a of a fairer way of playing the game. But we're not in quest anymore. Heroes matter, shitty. And uh, you know, I, I guess like. How do you feel about that? How does it make you feel shitty? Like, heroes. Before we do this, I want I want to really just like 
I think Beedra's list is really solid because yeah, I yeah. talked about so many heroes. I don't want people to be like, wow, wow th that list seemed really off. It's really good. I, it's a really, I think it's a solid list. Yeah. But yeah, there's, there, like I said, there's just some some pet picks that I have that I, I just can't, I can't let that slide to see Janice in the, you know. <laughs> All right. So my thoughts on heroes mattering again. Yeah, I think overall it's, it's a net loss for the game. Mm. So I don't want to make it too much of a, like, oh, the game is a lot worse now, this and this and that, because we do know that the game goes through cycles and uh, this is just a normal thing when they introduce a new type and then a mechanic. And hopefully the, a lot of this is them uh, looking, learning, and then maybe in the future being like, okay, well, instead of a new type, let's focus more on the mechanic because it does feel like that is the thing that really... Like a new type shakes up the game, but it's like, okay, it's broken. We force it. They nerf it. It's kind of normal now. We're used to the cards. I, I will say it like this. This meta feels more like a Melgadon meta than like it feels more similar to that than it feels different to quests, if that makes sense. Mm. I know it's a really weird comparison, right? Because a Melgadon meta was all about, you know, just build a board of a Melgadon, but it was still similar-ish in that you needed to triple, you needed to level and then do that stuff. And I think anytime you don't have like that bonus mechanic, you're going to, or, you know, some try, some type isn't blatantly broken, right? Like mm. when Undead were super broken, it's like, okay, you need to underbrack and this and that. Uh, but if you have somewhat of a balanced meta in terms of the types, then I think it's always going to feel like this, you know, I need to triple, I need to level, I need to go hard. And whenever you have a new mechanic, be it buddies, be it quests, um, it's just not as one-dimensional as you mentioned earlier. So, but I do want to point out that I, that is my assumption that they're looking at this and seeing like, okay, how can we make it better in the future? You know, that being said, yes, I think right now it's a net negative where you, you can easily roll a pack of heroes and say, none of these do anything. And that is a bad feeling. And, and what, what I mean with that is none of these heroes gives me any extra chance of finding triples. There's no hero power that gives me economy. There's nothing that allows me to buy units cheaper. It's no like a cookie to get extra cards. It's not a going to get extra card. It's no Farden. I'm not getting Barrow for extra money. I'm not getting Janice for a swap. No, I'm being offered Tavish, Illidan, Patchwork, and Anixia. Good luck. And it's like, <laughs> okay, all of these hero powers are purely just things for combat, kind of. And then, you know, you just have, essentially, if you and Scaps both get a six drop, Scaps will get it a turn earlier than you. That's pretty much how it is. And I'll have more minions on the board as well. <laughs> and it's, it's just unfair <laughs> when you think about it like that. Like, he gets the triple a turn earlier, and his board has more minions on it as well. So it's it's ludicrous. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's how it works. So yeah, without really, you know, explaining too much more about it, it's just worse in that your hero selection matters more, especially now with a free-to-play situation. It is mm. uh, it is going to last meta, last quest meta, I could confidently say that it really didn't matter that much. Mm. Uh, we had, uh, like right now, we still see Babo doing really well with two heroes, but of course, it's like, well, just be a, you know, top 10 year. Yeah, just be like a X rank one player. And then, you know, you can probably do pretty well with two heroes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not really a fair criteria. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, essentially, uh, it matters a lot right now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you guys know, I, I think hero selection being so deterministic has definitely been one of my biggest pet peeves, as well as, you know, minion. Minion summon damage like that one. I'm still gonna castle, but yeah, just the fact that you can basically lose the game from hero selection is pretty annoying. So, um, the the quest meta did fix that, right? Which was definitely maybe the shining, like positive for me in in that. But, um, going back to the normal, right? You go back to the old, like, oh, you need these heroes if you really want to contest. And if the opponent has those heroes, well, I guess we're shooting for uh, a lower placement. But overall, I did want to talk about some of the standout heroes according to stats, right? So 
we do have the tier list, but it's going to differ from people's tier list because tier lists usually have personal preference in, and they also have like niche strategies that maybe the general player base won't know or take advantage of to the extent of a high level player, right? Because you, you can see here, Varden's actually tier two, but I think that's like incredibly high because it's, it's a kind of a niche strategy that you, you need to know of. Like you got to stay on four, get the chrono move or, you know, play played out to stand you, you really don't have to stay on for it you don't have to but like it's easier you know if you... no i think i think it hurts you because oh, you can yeah. easily not get chronormal you could play like two varden games and never roll a chronormal that's what i did that's the... yeah <laughs> that right. was my last so, game i, I just wrote this roll i would not do that right okay, so i'd be fine. like you take varden yeah like you hit the chronormal awesome right but you know like you can you could just play normal and go like, oh, let's play two Felbats. That's pretty good. I, I like two Felbats, right? <laughs> like, you could do that too. But I want the easy win, Shady. Why <laughs> you, you want me to think? Uh, I don't like yeah. this. I'm, I'm now. I'm not okay. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> they do have three top top one heroes, but I mean they're all pretty same in terms of like their win percentage. Uh, but Cookie is notably the best, right? And Generally doesn't go eighth. Generally has high win percentage, you know, and really, really strong. You know what's the 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 gal? I mean, it's Gallywix, right? But Gallywix win percentage thirty four percent off the charts. Right? Like that's yeah. so insane to me. Like that, what you just win for free if you have a if well, you, if you don't die, if you don't Gallywix, die, yeah, you will win. <laughs> right? There's some games where you really, really didn't hit, and you play some shitty beast comp, and you get second or whatever. Right, but most games where you stay alive, you win as Gallywix. Because whatever the opponent is doing, you're doing it better. You have more money. And you, there is like, I would say there's more economy in the game as well with like some of yeah. the. Scout was a wonderful addition for Galley. Yeah, so I think um, it's like easier to get into that, to get the ball rolling where now you're like, oh, well, I, I just start the game with like 25 go like good luck like everyone else like <laughs> and i get <laughs> and that just lasts till the end of the game like i just have 25 gold every turn till the end of the game like it's like okay like, a little bit crazy so Maybe a bit much yeah so yeah definitely an insane hero and and definitely one that makes sense to be like up here master win i also thought was really good i i, I knew even like day one we played the 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 practice or the the pre-patch or or so mm -hmm. and yeah. I, and you played master win i was like dude you, this was not fair like you just steamrolled <laughs> that gear i was like this could be a good hero uh especially with like the um with future side being in, in in the options now right like that that is such a strong hit for for master win that you can just abuse so definitely a crazy good one as well as cookies yeah. having that consistency it's like with cookie a lot of the games you just eat and you get a good three drop and you're so far ahead uh -huh. like the times where you get an overseer it's almost already a first which is so stupid but um like getting an overseer before you've bought a single one of your three drops because it came off the hero power is such a stupid advantage it's very very strong yeah so kind of makes sense Going being high is cool because they nerfed going, right? And it's like, well, we needed that apparently. We should oh, I guess say it is the maybe rework. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's not like a nerf, but like they I guess rework is better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so maybe like that's more justified, but because I think this is better than the numbers going was putting up before quests. Yeah, it, it is. It is better. Yeah. Yeah. So just kinda nice. Well, the thing now that you can do is you can delay your flight path a lot easier to get the six. Oh, I see. What you're saying. Yeah. Oh, I see. Well, what five you're saying. or a six, or, right? Oh, like no, if, if you go six. Um, this is this is Colin she was talking to. <laughs> We're getting our six. Yeah, yeah. Well, if it depends a little bit if you go two, three, two, three, or like three, two, three, right? Uh, so yeah, if you go three, two, three, then the one after that is a six, and it's quite easy. Whereas before, it was still kind of awkward uh, going 3-3-3 three, three, three for it to be a 6. Mm. Very true, very true. That's a good point you bring up there. So that actually makes sense now you're, you're tossing that in. Like, oh, that actually 
explains why it might actually be better because now you can like if you want to you can go for like a much higher card than a four drop which is was was the standard before so yeah well the the two golds mm-hmm. helps you level on the turn where you normally wouldn't do anything right so you can level and still buy a thing yeah pretty so that yeah i'd say that's uh it was a successful rework not forcing the uh you know forcing people to not go iron forge iron forge iron forge iron forge <laughs> So yeah, good good stuff. Good stuff on the going. Lich Brazil still putting up good numbers. I know you love that, Shady. I know you, I know you're a big fan of this era. Yeah, dude. I play her myself way too often and I'm just not really getting those bad results with her. So I'm just like, oh god, she's like actually pretty consistent as well. <laughs> yeah, Sarah's is, also uh, super high. That's actually which interesting. Is, Chrono I guess. I, just... I played Yasera and it was actually pretty good. So yeah, I mean, when quests are gone, suddenly forcing Promodrek Tarragos has probably pretty good. Probably solid. Yeah. What else? What else yep. jumps out to me? The Brucon, say... maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think Brucon. So Brucon has a very spell. I'll, I'll let you sit on this for a second. There's something very specific that you can do with Brucon. The it's four. on Tavern Tier 2. Tavern Tier 2. Yeah. Oh, the Corpse Refiner has to be. Yes, good. yes. Very good. It's very good. I uh, actually have a YouTube video of that where my boy, it was so good cause. My board was double Risen Rider, double Corpse Refiner, okay. and just Hero Power. Yeah, that, that makes a ton of sense. All right, I, I take it back. Never mind. No. makes a ton of sense here. Yeah. <laughs> You, right. you, you seriously sell them for like eight or nine gold <laughs> it's like money <laughs> nothing so else weird. surprises me oh vandar oh this must be all the all of bob that beater this is beater yeah, yeah. Beater 16% just... pick rates yeah, yeah. that correlates with beater yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh... Everything else yeah, the, makes the, sense. When we look at it, right, Vandar being uh, one spot, or I guess two spots below Scabs, sounds ludicrous, right? You say that out of context, you're like, what? Huh? Right? But we do see the 16% pick rate that does um, really feel like it's a specialist pick. Yeah, yeah. Right? You, you don't take this you're unless, you're, uh, unless you're confident. Yeah. So uh, whereas Scabs, most people, when they see Scabs, they'll take it. So it's like, you might not be that good at scabs. Um, like the person picking Vanner is probably a lot better at Vanner than you are at scabs, Yeah, the I average see. player. So yeah, that, that makes sense. Because I do think scabs is still quite a bit better. And I think Beater Steel is probably for that as well. Yeah, yeah, he's got the scabs in this. So because scabs makes so much sense in this triple oriented meta. Yeah, you can, yeah, that's great. Yeah, you can stay on tier one a bit more. You can set up your own pairs. You can steal triples from other people you can steal the higher tier minion from other people it's super strong uh what 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 do you think about sir denatrius having a 71.8 percent pick rate like what's what's your thoughts on that one like oh. people just want to play quests man so, <laughs> i i take denatrius. propaganda coming in okay <laughs> no i i take denatrius more than i should and it's because i want to play with a quest that's i shit you not yeah. Especially now that the, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a tryhard, right? I'm always going to be a tryhard. But I take Denathrius even when I feel like I shouldn't. Because, uh, I mean, you can also create some really fun scenarios where I got uh, I got the copy thing, right? The evil twin. And I made, like, the huge Wind Fury Divine Shield Hydra. I was like, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to show you what to do with this quest yet. Right? So stuff like that. Um, it's a top eight hero for sure. Like, you can... Take the lamps, never finish it, and die. (laughs) That can happen. But, you know, it's a very fun hero when things come together. So I think a lot of people do have that fun factor in mind as well. And I I think it's just this thing. It's kind of like a Finley where you don't know what you're going to get. So it's like, oh, it could be really good. Let me just take it. Right. So I I think that's what's going on when people pick the Nathrius. Yeah, looking at the bottom of the tier list, right? I think that's also another interesting thing. Anything jump out to me? Galakron being so low is actually quite interesting. Same thing with Elise. Um, patches as well, right? Like 
Peter had patches very high, but I think you have to be good with patches to really take full yeah, advantage yeah. of it. So that one doesn't surprise me too much. I think APM Pirate right now is uh, actually quite tough in terms of optimization because uh, so much has opened up with Ball of Minions. Uh. Where I and, and this is something that I've been doing myself. Uh-huh. I think you actually just scale faster without the Salty Looters and you just have Golden Brand grab up all of minions and just every turn is juice up a ball of minions and then make it golden with a greta <laughs> i think that scales faster uh, with a golden brand because the beauty of that is that you can buy the signal target buffs with brand right because you have so much money anyway right. whereas with the salty looter it's like plus two plus two plus two plus two right with with you know let's say you play brand golden brand right with the two seven buffer that's plus 21. Uh, so effectively, we times two that. Well, yeah. So, so it's not it's not plus twenty one. It's plus forty two. Yeah. So you for the buy same twenty one pirates. Yeah. Which will now take your we, whole turn. Exactly. We can discount some of the animation time on the bu- the buff with the brand, but that's just an illustration to see how much more efficient you can go when you're buffing a ball of minis instead. Now, to be fair, you could have more than one salty. You could have golden peggies and all that. But still, uh, it's you'd be surprised how big you could make one minion in one turn mm. with, especially if you roll a few strong arms. Mm. Jesus, right? That golden brand with a few strong arms, you are popping off. So I think it's a little confusing, right? And and also there's Chronormal, right? right? You can do things with Chronormal when you're playing APM because you got a shit ton of cards in your hand that you can sell. <laughs> so that those turns can happen as well, where you just like sell your salty looters or whatever and just pivot into a Cronorma. But whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot That's of shit so you funny. can do. Like, you're yeah, like, you just you scale know. up a salty, you see a Cronorma, you're like, well, bye-bye, get out of here. I don't want you anymore. Like, I want to Yeah, if you, can, if you can turn two big minions into one huge minion, it's, hey, if you can free up real estate, play right. the Empire. I agree, I agree. It's just funny. Yeah. That, that's it's actually true. Yeah. Um, I think the Elise being so low is definitely a sign of people just not understanding the hero yeah I, I think what people have in mind with elise is i have to level and i have to use it on a high tier minion mm. and i think that the the best way to play elise is to just say so sometimes i will use two of my hero powers on tier one yeah the i saw that ends. i saw that yeah. well that. yeah that's a game we play yeah right? yeah, yeah. And we won that game, right? We did. I know. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's weird. We won that game. We, we, we... <laughs> but. So, but you got to be willing to use the hero power where needed. Like so many times I have this thing where I level to three on six golds, right? It's five gold. And then you have one gold floating. Yeah. Yeah. You hero power for a three drop. It fits. It's good. And I think some people just have it in their brain. Like, no, must save for five drop. As <laughs> like, and then they get smashed because they're effectively playing without a hero power because right. they're saving the, the thing the whole time. And then, yeah, you can't do it, of course. So I think at use least your hero powers. That's the takeaway. Use it when it makes sense, right? So, if, especially the turn like six gold, you just level to three, you're floating a gold, use the damn thing, get a three drop. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's going to keep you healthy enough so you could probably save at least one, if not like two hero powers for a very high tier. Mm. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's kind of the same thing with Preacher Side, where you use, you use your hero power early and then you then. It lets you so you low. don't die, yeah. yeah, and then you can actually use it where you want it, and that that's that's the case with so many things in this game. Like you do stuff early, so you don't die, so you get to be greedy. Like if you go full greed from the get go, you die. Like you got you know you got to buy the tempo, you got to buy that ghoul to then be strong, to then level, to then be greedy, right? That's yeah. you can play way greedier if you have way, way more health, so for sure. I'm uh I'm looking at the other stuff. I think Galakrond kind of makes sense because that people s- I think people still value this pretty highly. So Oh, and people play Galakrond badly. Right. Yes. That's true. Yes. Oh yeah. I think that's more of the problem. Not the mm. problem like the hero isn't yeah. bad, but people just play like I'm forcing it, staying I, on one hero powering and then getting yes. Sick. Yes. I don't I don't think it's an amazing hero. I don't think it's a tier four hero either though. So, like Arana, I can see uh, George, 8% pick rate, so really not super represented as well. Uh, but I have not played a George all season. So, 
that tells you a lot right? like, <laughs> and i'm i'm honestly pretty big on george in general right like i do pick him a lot when i feel like it's correct but uh, with the loss of gem splitter and now with the loss of quests and, and there's with how, too many undeads like you might yeah. see that just ruin you well that's that's a little less so but um there's still just ghoul right and ghoul just incentivizes tokens so yeah I, I guess with undead introduced there is just an additional token type mm -hmm. and that's bad mm -hmm. yeah like they just think they added one more george counter mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah it's just unlikely you're gonna want it um yeah, i'm looking at it here i feel like chenvala maybe higher than i would say it's normally but people love chen i do like 35 percent pick right I, yeah. that's me i'm a i, I agree a chen enjoyer yeah. yeah you play nomi with chen oh, easy again yeah well what if you don't hit the nomi card? Well, that's that that's where i get those you know what percent like 12 13% <laughs> losses that's uh that's just 13% right there yeah that's right there no i mean i think overall it's a list that makes sense uh -huh. and there's a few things where we can see what happened <laughs> uh when we look at like oh yeah they're doing this they're doing that all right sounds good got anything more to talk about any other topics you want to jump on or yeah, just in general stuff. Um, I think we can talk about, uh, so we did a co-op. For those of you who missed it, you can uh, find it on my channel. Which one? Oh, it, right, the, uh, the VG one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can talk about it. We also did a Snap co-op, so you can find that on Colin's YouTube. Yes, you can. If you want to see that. I believe it was Wednesday, right? So that is the 8th of February. Mm -hmm. um, so if you are interested, you can check the VOD. Uh, we did a few games co-op. It was very fun as oh, usual. Okay. Uh, we had a, you know, that, that was actually that Elise game, yeah, where it's a strategy that feels like oh, you, you can't possibly be aiming for this because it's so specific, but you'd be surprised how easy it is to do. <laughs> so if I feel like I don't really have direction, right, to win the game, I really like picking an Omega Buster from a triple mm. and then lean hard into Exodia because there is now this amazing card that allows you to transition very easily uh, Cronorma. So that was, I told Collins, right? All right, the game plan is we're going to roll for Cronormu. We're going to trade all our garbage. I can't, I was them. like, this, this doesn't make sense. That was what I was thinking. <laughs> but and, I trust so I was just like, okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, we could have also not rolled it, right? But we weren't in an amazing spot. So I was like, all right, well, we got to do something. Um, so yeah, like triple into a buster, uh, that's, that's something I do quite often. And then you could just be on the lookout for Baron Kangor. And if you had a Kronormu, <clears throat> excuse me, you can sell pretty much anything that isn't part of your combo. Mm -hmm. So you'll just sell all the random units, which then allows you to give birds board space to play your, um, player blaster player. Uh, you could just play Exodia with a, like a 100 health dragon in the back that works fine. You just like spawn one fewer microbots, who cares? So yeah, that, that's a specific strategy. If you haven't done it yet in this meta, that's quite fun to do. And it's essentially you trade all your tempo stuff in for a Chronormu, and then you just put Exodia pieces on the board. And that's that's actually quite good because you also kind of look out. What's that? My cat is uh, asking for some attention. Not the cat. Um, Not the cat. The cat yeah. So the, the natural weakness of like building a ginormous minion is the Leroy and the Queen. Right. right? So if you are if you are by nature or by default running a blaster and a baron, you 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 patch up that weakness right. already by quite oh, a bit. Oh. Yeah. I'm so it's it really <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It works it works really well, that's yeah. that combo. Uh you can do it with anything, honestly. Chronarmo is OP, right? right? I did the same thing with um an undead comp. I transitioned into an undead comp where I sold everything that wasn't token or anubarak, and I just kept a Kronormu, and that gave me enough time to scale with the anubarak. And then it was similar in that I had a lot of tokens to deal with Lyra Queen, and then there was this fat ass dragon in the back. <laughs> so that worked really well as well. So yeah, a lot of it is 
trade your tempo stuff for Kronormu mm. and then fill your board with stuff that you normally don't have board space for. Like normally you can't really afford to run both the Anubrax and all the token stuff because it's a bit too slow and you're going to die. Yeah. But here it was perfect because it was like, well, I have, you know, three units on my board anyway, so I may as well just play the other cards. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, I'd say that's that's it. Where I, I can't imagine Kronormu staying the same um, for would, like a whole. Season. Would you like that though? Like, even though you might say it's overpowered, do you do you do you like that, that play pattern? Do you like that option? I think it's it's already getting a little bit old. Where you can just tell that some people did well because they were able to do this, and some people mm. didn't see the Kronormu. Okay. So I think you just increase that, like, oh, they rolled a ghoul. Oh, they rolled a Kronormu. Uh, okay. I really, I, yeah, I think we want as few of those minions as possible. Where you say, oh, they did well because they rolled X. Mm. Like, sure, sometimes you're like, oh, they rolled a Wrangler and they had a lot of spellcraft. Okay, fair, right? Mm. Or they have a brand and they got a lot of battle cries. Okay, fair. But we don't want to say like. Oh, they did well because they rolled ghoul. Oh. And no, just ghoul. Nothing else required. Right, right. It's like, oh, they rolled a chronarmo. Oh, nothing else required. Right. <laughs> it's like it's it becomes a very much like, oh, this person hit, this person missed. And okay. and that just yeah. So I, I I would like to see it either removed or changed. Like there's we talked about it already, right? Where two chronarmos in the same shop. It, so you could just make it like a higher tier, like maybe five or six. I, I guess it'd have to be five because six. Would yeah, be I think six might be a bit much. Yeah. I think you can try experimenting okay. with that. Right. Um, I'm not sure if that solves it because that might just make it more exclusive. So there's yeah. like one person that hits it. Well, one person that hits it. <laughs> yeah. There's some nasty shit. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I don't have the answer here. Okay. I can only tell you that it's busted. Okay. So fair enough. That's all you need to it. say. It's not your exactly, job to fix yeah. everything. But you, yeah, identifying I, problems is definitely a good start. I can play with it and say like, oh, this card is broken. <laughs> like this this morning, right? So the perfect example. I was playing um, in the lobby where I identified like, oh my god, this is a killer lobby. So I was playing against Scabs, Bran. Baroff, Gallywix, Millhouse. <laughs> That's five killer heroes. Yeah. And the scabs is Tumei, right? Who's like either rank, is like X rank one Europe. Uh, he's currently ranked two, right? Yeah, so yeah. you That's look at that good. lobby, you're like, yeah, you're like, and he's playing the scabs, right? So, you know, he's going to have a good chance of popping up. So that was a perfect lobby to just say, okay, let me take a second place here. Because I was playing Mutinous, right? So I have lower chance of finding my triples it's not an awful hero but it just doesn't give you it gives you a bit of economy right like on turn three instead of having to sell double buy you can eat double buy which is quite good uh gives you the um gives you the additional stats so you you win your rounds but you still have as many units as people that have to sell and then later on you can do stuff where you eat spellcraft but i i traded my so i had like two um chroma wings and I had two emissaries that I used above the chroma wings, and then I leveled OVC, so the chroma wings got high attack. And pretty much all I did that game was sell all those dragons and all the other random garbage I had to buffer Kronormu, play it, eat it, and it went to my def and I just had two deflectabots on the board, by the way. So yeah, it's 100 yeah. percent chance they had deflectabot. And suddenly I had a 60 damage deflectabot in the early mid-game. <laughs> like you look at that and you're like Decent. that's yeah, and I got I got second place super safe right. because I just let them murder each other. And then the funny thing was I was like the first time I lost to the galley, like he had the board you would expect, right? Like huge ass magma locks, golden brand popping off. I lost by 12 health on the first round. <laughs> so like with a little bit better trade, I could have maybe even won that game, which is ridiculous. Um, but yeah, that that's that's how powerful a deflector bot is, and you have stuff like Chronormu, Mutinous. Like I don't think you should, you know, be quite frequently. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you should be able to move all your stats onto one unit because there's just so much room for abuse. Where you've got Janus, you've got Bulge, and you've got Mutinous, right? You've got plenty of heroes that can do additional bullshit stuff with that. We talked about it already. So yeah, I think tier five is probably a good start. We can see how it feels after that, but. The mechanic itself just it's a cool idea don't get me wrong i have a lot of fun when i do it <laughs> but i think it's probably just too strong very fair i can i can kind of agree with that i think 
that the play pattern is a bit too toxic and since it's tier four you can a lot of people can see it and if you see it you can do some stupid stuff with it so very very fair all right well i think that's it for us sounds good sounds yeah we got that it's a little bit of a drought i guess right yeah yeah there's uh there's nothing like big patch notes or anything that's been going on i think the last patch was on january uh something right so a little bit of a of a window of silence but should get back into it. I know a lot of people are grinding for well, a lot. I know there are a few individuals that are grinding for lobby legends. Five people left. Or yeah, something. five people left. Yeah, so yeah, that's gonna be interesting yeah. for them. Yeah. Other than that, thank you guys for joining us here. Uh, you can send us feedback at hsbgpodcast.gmail.com. You can find us at educate underscore Collins, shady but alive. Find us Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. We've been doing that recently. So yeah, I've been doing that. So. Yeah, so it's, it's good, good stuff over there. Uh, but thank you all for doing it. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Have a good one, everyone.